Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in May the 6th, 2018. I've had a busy week, I'm getting ready for the launch of Blind Gambit and I've just launched a new podcast called Stop Booking Around where I'm helping an old school friend of mine through the process of writing his first novel. So it's been a lot of fun getting some episodes in the bag for that, getting them launched. We've seen a nice trickle of subscribers to the show so it's starting to reach people which is excellent. It's been a bit of a mixed bag in terms of writing this week. Out of nowhere, I've written the first draft to a non-fiction book. So I thought because I'm doing this project, because I'm doing this podcast, it'd be interesting to write down some of my thoughts about motivation and author procrastination and put together a guide that will hopefully help aspiring authors have the motivation and confidence to actually finish their first story. And so I've laid out all the tips and tools and the things I'd wish I'd been told when I first started this writing journey. So I've decided to start writing the fourth Wasteland book. This is called Cleric of the Wasteland. Now what I'm going to do with this is something a little bit different to the way I write usually. Is I'm going to write this book one day a week. So I'm going to do somewhere around 4,000, 5,000 words per week on this book. This is so that by the time I get to the school summer holidays, I should have a decent chunk of the book written. And then I can work on it here and there as time permits. So I've had to do some faffy stuff this week like filing tax returns and setting up all the different marketing things for Blind Gambit. So I've put together a large print edition of the book. So I approached the RNIB and got an excellent font that they recommend which is called something like Tiresia. And I have to agree it's very clear. It's a really crisp sans serif font that's very easy to see for people with visual impairments. So I've put together that and priced it as low as I possibly can. So I don't expect to make any money off a large print edition, but I figure a book that has visual impairment as its central theme needs to have a large print edition. So my plan next week is to start writing the second book in the Gambit series. This is going to be called Blind Reset. I've been tinkering around the edges of the outline, so I'm really happy now with the flow of the story. I hadn't realised it, so there must have been something working in my subconscious, but the actual motivation and reasons behind the main antagonist actions in this book is already set out in book one, so I'm really pleased with that. Now this second book has taken me by surprise. I only intended Blind Gambit to be a standalone because I know I need to finish this Wasteland series. But the pre-orders have been very strong and it seems to be a book that's resonating with people. I've had the first few comments back from beta readers and advanced reviewers and I think there's something about the story that's really working, that's really working on a kind of deep level with people, so that's fantastic. I've read some really depressing books this week. I read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. This is a non-fiction book. It's a memoir about an Austrian doctor's time in Auschwitz. And it's about how you find meaning in a world where your identity has been stripped, the chances of surviving are incredibly low, where you're essentially living in hell. And so it's asking that deep existential question of without all these things that he held dear to him with the death of his wife with the loss of his life's work, in these horrendous conditions. Why didn't he kill himself? Why did he want to live? And unsurprisingly, that was a very moving book. I would recommend it. It's not easy reading. It's very uncomfortable reading, but I think it's also necessary reading. I also read George Orwell's The Road to Wigan Pier, which was an interesting book. I thought the first half of it was excellent. I thought it was a It was about the struggles of working-class people in the north of England in the 1930s, just the daily grind of the lives of miners, just real struggle, real hardship, real poverty. And then the second half of the book was more about his views on socialism and socialists and didn't seem as clear, didn't seem as focused. 
And so even though the first half of it was excellent reportage, I felt that the second half brought it down. So I've got a list of books, basically, that are probably going to be hard, depressing reads, but I think are also necessary to understand the human condition. And so I'm going to keep working through these, hopefully get to some deeper understanding about people and their motivations, because, hey, isn't that what being an author's about? I've just finished Wintersmith by Terry Pratchett. Love that book. Didn't disappoint. Had a question from Sam this week. Sam asked, what do you do to research your books? Well, I mean, I've just talked about the reading that I do. And so over the past few weeks, I've been looking at things like myths and story, meta story, and their books about existentialism and memoirs about people's lives. So I try and read history. I try and read philosophy. And I do need to read more autobiography. For specific things, it might be that I ask someone, I might ask an expert. I tend to try and avoid online research if I can. Sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's easier, but a lot of the times it might not be accurate. And I find that in talking to someone or reading about the subject that you're interested in in a deeper way, you might get a better feel for the thing that you're interested in, better understanding, and it might give you further ideas that you hadn't thought of originally. So if you've got any questions, please email john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. Do check out Stop Booking Around. That's my new podcast. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at J.L. Cronshaw. And I'm on facebook.com slash John Cronshaw author. So until next time, cheerio. Cheerio.